All right, so you are a budding fiction author and you have heard all about lead magnets and how valuable they can be to send free traffic to your paid books so that you're getting your books in front of the right people who would be interested in buying it. But the question now is, what makes a good lead magnet? What do you need to include to make sure that it is a successful lead magnet? Because yes, there are some people who create lead magnets that don't actually help people get into their series because they just don't work and the audience isn't connecting with them. Okay, so my name is Liesl Hill and I'm going to go through the things that need to be included to make a great lead magnet that will be successful in marketing your book for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution, where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill. USA Today best-selling author and story clarity coach. When I'm not dictating my own stories about dragons, serial killers, and dystopian worlds, I help other authors write their own transformational fiction, position them as bestsellers, and market them like pros. Join me on the podcast where I give writing tips, marketing how-tos, story advice, and interviews with other authors who are in the trenches just like you and making it work. We are prolific authors. there. We'll get back to the episode in just a second, but really quickly, I wanted to tell you that I have a free PDF that I created for you entitled 10 Plot Thickening Events That Every Fiction Bestseller Includes. These are events that you need to be familiar with because they have to do with the human template and how all human beings absorb story. And I have laid them out in a free PDF for you. So if you would like to download that absolutely free, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash 10 plot. Make sure and capitalize the P. I've had people tell me that it's not working and they're getting a page not found. It's because you got to capitalize that P on 10 plot. Okay. So that is once again, bit.ly forward slash 10 plot. And I will link it up in the description below. Okay, so first and foremost, your lead magnet needs to be an introduction to your story, to your world, and to your characters. So that means that you want to set your lead magnet in the same world as your paid book is going to be. Okay, so let's use an example. Let's say you have a science fiction series. Your lead magnet should take place in the same world, in the same universe as that science fiction series, okay? If at all possible, you should use the same character for the point of view character, meaning the main character in your lead magnet should be the same one that's going to be the main character in your main paid series. You don't absolutely have to do that 100% of the time, but it will work best to do that, okay? So I'm sure there are authors out there who have used other characters, side characters, maybe subplots, things like that for their lead magnet. And there are different, you know, various genres that that will work better for, and then other genres that it doesn't work as well for. But if you want to optimize your lead magnet, try to use the same characters as the main characters. Why? Because people, if it's well-written, are going to fall in love with those characters and that world that is in your lead magnet, and they're going to want more of that. And if they're transitioning over to a different character or a different world, that's kind of going to turn them off to it. They're going to be like, nah, I really like the lead magnet, but if it's not more of that in the series, I'm good, you know, and then they won't buy your series. Now, there are some schools of thought out there that say that you can use something completely different for your lead magnet as long as it's in the same genre. Even though, once again, I'm sure there are people who have had some success doing that, I would not recommend it for all the same reasons. 
whatever they read in your lead magnet and love, they're going to want more of the same, okay? So take the characters and the situations that are in your main book or your main series and try to come up with something that comes before that, that will lead into it. Think of it like a prologue or a before, maybe something when the character was a little bit younger or something that, um, you know, maybe is talked about in the main series, but you're actually going to show it to them almost like a flashback. Okay. Anything like that, that will lead into the series. That is going to be your optimal way to get readers from your lead magnet into your main series, which is paid. And that's what we want. Okay. The second thing that you're going to use number two is tropes. Now, this is something that of course you should always use in your books because tropes are very misunderstood, especially by newbie authors. Okay, people think that tropes are telling them what to write in their book or are encroaching on their creative muse in some way. Okay, but that is not the case. Tropes are just a way to take what you already have, the big, beautiful, unique, creative story that you have already written and enhance certain aspects of it because those aspects are going to be one of your most powerful marketing tools. Okay, so for example, if you're writing in science fiction, you can take any trope that you maybe already have in your series, and guys, there are hundreds of them, I promise you already have some of these in your series. And you're just going to kind of bring them out, emphasize them a little bit more, and then you can use those tropes to sell it because I got news for you. When readers search for books, they search for tropes, even more than genre and definitely more than author names or titles, they search for tropes, okay? So put those same tropes into your lead magnet. And of course, just like with number one, use the same tropes in your lead magnet that are going to be in your main series, okay? That way, if a reader, for example, is searching for second chance romance, well, they are going to love your lead magnet if that is a trope that's in that lead magnet. And then that is going to lead them into your main series, which is paid, and they will find those same tropes there that they love, okay? So it's almost like a fiction funnel. It's not exactly that, but it's a way to lead them through and you're giving them what they want at every step of the journey. And that is what makes it really successful. The third thing about your lead magnet is that it should be a true story. Now, the length doesn't matter overly much. I have had successful lead magnets that were short stories, novellas, and full novels, okay? Obviously, if you're giving a full novel, people want that more because it's more value, you know, more reading material. So those are going to be more successful probably than short stories. But like I said, I have had a lot of success with really well-written short stories and novellas as well. Okay. So the length doesn't matter, but I would highly, highly recommend doing an actual fictional story. There are some people out there who have talked about having success with lead magnets that were not stories, something like a character sketch or um, just kind of a fun part of your world and, you know, give it throwing something together that sort of introduces the readers to that, but it's not an actual story. So once again, I will reiterate, that some people have had success doing this, but it's just not what I recommend. Because as I've been saying this whole video, what they love about the lead magnet is going to be the same thing that they love about the series, okay? So because we are fiction authors, because we are selling fictional stories, the lead magnet that's going to be optimal for us, that's going to be the most successful, will also be a fictional story. So no matter what the length or what you decide to do, try to make sure that it is a well-written, self-contained fictional story, no matter the length. Okay, number four is probably one of the harder ones to implement, but it's also kind of the most common sense one to think about. And that is simply that your lead magnet story must be well-written. Well, duh. Okay, I know that that's probably obvious, but the thing is, so many people just throw something together, a few chapters or something for their lead magnet, and you have to understand that 
This is going to be the measuring stick that the new reader will use to judge whether they want to buy your paid work. So I'm not going to say it should be better edited than your main series because everything should be as well edited as you can possibly make it, but you need to make sure that this is up to par. You need to make sure to spend the time to make sure that this is a high quality, well edited, well written lead magnet. So what does that mean? Of course, we're talking about typos, making sure that it's a clean manuscript, making sure that it's very readable, but we're also talking about the story itself. It needs to be all the things that a great story should be. It needs to be transformational. It needs to be written from the inside out. It needs to use the human template, okay? These are all things that I teach inside my academy, and I teach them for any fiction that you are writing, all the same concepts need to go into your lead magnet, okay? Even if it's a shorter book, like a short story or a novella, you need to treat this like one of your books that is going to make you a bestseller that lots of people are going to read because you're going to have a lot more people downloading this because it's free than you probably will your paid books, okay? And in order to get a larger percent of those people to buy your series, this needs to be stellar, which means all of your story craft needs to be there. All of your voice needs to be there. All of the, you know, editing needs to be there. All of it, okay? So I know that feels like a tall order, but the point is just don't treat this any differently than you would any of your other work. Make sure that it is high quality. Would you like to experience an exact step-by-step -step process for how to drill down to the story you're telling and build out from there? More than that, would you like to effortlessly create more super fans, garner better reviews, and sell way more books than ever before? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you are in luck. There is a specific technique that will allow you to drill down to the emotional core of your story and write it from the inside out. 90% of authors who are writing and publishing today are not doing this but we're talking about up-leveling your storytelling technique and making you a master storyteller. This works for pantsers and plotters alike. It works for any genre, any trope, any type of story, any type of character. This is going to be a 12-week mastermind. So if you are ready to become a master storyteller and create a foundation for your fiction business in 2022, this is the mastermind for you. I'm taking applications right now and all the details are there. bit.ly forward slash storyteller accelerator. And make sure and capitalize the S and the A because that will make a difference. I cannot wait for a select few of you to learn this technique because it will be a game changer for your fiction writing. Okay, the next one I kind of have already touched on, but you need to make sure that your story is self-contained. It is perfectly okay to leave some dangling threads, especially because we've talked about this is an intro. It is like a preface or a prologue that's going to lead into your series, but at the same time, People generally don't like massive cliffhangers on lead magnets, and they don't like it when you just put the first three chapters of your book as a lead magnet. Now, if you don't have a lead magnet yet and you want to start building your list, you can do that, but I would not recommend it long term. Your readers actually will probably complain about that. Okay, they want a self contained story that they can read and love and not be compelled to buy something else. Okay. So here's the thing, when people complain about this, it's because they feel like you're trying to trick them, okay? You've given them this lead magnet that's free, but you only gave them three chapters and in order to finish the story, they have to buy the series, okay? Whether they love the lead magnet or not, something about that feels a little bit scammy and people don't like it, okay? So it's, it's something that you can do, especially in the short term. Again, there are authors out there who have had some success doing that. Me again, that. But before you go, the, you if you know, found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best want. way to show your appreciation um, and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. 
So join the revolution and be a prolific author. They literally will feel like they can read it and never have to buy anything else. The story is contained, it's finished, it's wonderful. But if you write it correctly, they will love it enough that when they find out there's more, there are more books about this character, there's another series set in this world, they will want to go get it, okay? Because they liked that story so much. So you can kind of see just the way that our brains work if they get to the end of the story and they have a negative reaction to it, even if they love the story and they love the characters and they go, oh, you know, there was... There was a cliffhanger and they're forcing me to buy the series. Even if they loved it because they had that negative reaction, they're less likely to go buy the series. So you kind of have to use human psychology a little bit in the way that you market your books. So again, all of that is just to say, make sure it's a self-contained story that leads in to your series rather than a cliffhanger or something they have to buy the series to finish. If you are picking up what I'm dropping down, then do me a favor and hit like and subscribe and hit that little bell so you don't miss any future videos from me. So this has been a discussion about the elements that make a great lead magnet. In the next video, I'm going to talk about what actually goes into the writing of a great lead magnet. Okay, so if that's something you're interested in, stay tuned.